Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent subgenres that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and uh, we just react honestly to what it is we're hearing. Um, you know, we're not critics. We're not a review show. We don't strive to make objective value judgments about what we hear the vast majority of the time. Uh, sometimes we like stuff. Sometimes we don't. But the ultimate purpose of the show is to put stuff uh, just in front of you, allow you to digest it, make your own conclusions. If you like something, buy physical copies, buy merch, go out and see bands. Um, there are 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice. We usually get through between five and seven of them. That's really all there is to it. Um, I apologize up top if I'm a little phlegmy. My allergies have been going crazy today. Um, so uh, I'm a little I'm a little stuffed up. But uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. A little bit tired. We had uh, the first show back at the Bug House last night. We had Livid from Chicago, who we've had on the show before, and uh, Mutilatred, who I think we've had on the show before too, who's a really solid death metal band from uh, the Toledo, Ohio area. A lot of kids came out. I'm sure we all have COVID now, um, but it was. I'm going to say the bug house is appropriately named. <laughs> yeah, and, when, and when you look at in, infection rates in Indiana, the highest age group is like the 20 to 29 year olds. Well, that's that's okay because almost everybody there was like uh, between the ages of like 15 and 18. So. Oh, almost certainly not vaccinated then. Uh, yeah, well, maybe not. I don't know. Their parents let yeah. them come, so. Yeah. Um, if they die, they die. You know, at least they went down listening to uh, sick, sick Ohio death metal. Yeah. Um, I think we also said on the show when we when we had Livid, um, neither of us were like crazy hype on it, but we were like, yeah, this is solid and it would probably translate really well to a live setting. It's it's PV that definitely leans into like um, heavy, like moshy hardcore influence, but not in like a corny broy way. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of in like the legacy of maybe weekend nachos or something, uh, yeah. or, or nails even to a certain extent. And, uh, it did translate really, really well live. And, uh, Jacob who plays drums in, in that band, uh, he's like the drummer and vocalist. He also plays in that band die who we've had on the show, who's really fucking good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, I know we, I, I talked to him last night about trying to get die at the house at some point too, maybe with spy, which would be fucking sick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, all things considered, um, pretty, pretty good night last night. Uh, how was, uh, how was your evening of fishing? Ah, very uneventful. Um, nothing caught, but nothing ventured, nothing gained, you know? Yeah. And you didn't what catch you any do? fish, but you also didn't catch any deadly diseases. So I did not, I did not. I stayed safe and sane in these, in this, in these unsane times, right? Yeah. In these unsane times, I am the sanest. <laughs> that's that's true yes you're the sanest of us all yeah that's true um uh any uh any amusing anecdotes from this week or has it been a been a mellow one it's it's been a pretty mellow week you know just uh, some interesting things that aren't interesting on the radio or yeah. whatever the fuck this thing is um you know for work some cool stuff about you know fluvial hydrogeomorphology and stuff like that okay um, but uh, not of broader interest to the to the podcasting public. Okay, uh, I was I was kind of uh, called out for the relatively tame uh, summer of Satan and how I haven't really been taking a lot of credit for stuff. Yeah, I just, I'm not in it for the credit. I'm in it for the chaos. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, things are it's it's not quiet out there, right? We no, got a giant hurricane about to slam in the Louisiana. Hope everybody's safe down there because Satan's rolling through. Yeah. Um, 
hey, we're uh, capping out those fucking COVID numbers once again. Yep, for sure. Uh, a new super mutant variety has just shown up in South Africa. Oh, really? What uh, what uh, strain is this? Well, the headline was just sensationalist. I just said the headline, and they just said uh, most mutated so far. Oh, okay. Which just sounds like something that like a senator in a comic book about mutants might say, <laughs> right? Yeah, it does, yes. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just shit's popping off, man. And um, I'm not in it for the credit, but I'll take it. Yeah, for sure, man. Um and also, you know, the vast majority of cases, like something like 98% are unvaccinated. They are not, uh, not breakthrough cases. So, um, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's funny because I've seen some people argue, uh, that, uh, the vaccination or the vaccine, um, is, uh, uh, a population control measure, um, mm -hmm. like a depopulation effort. And it's kind of true, but it's exactly the opposite of yeah, what it's, they it's think also, it is. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's also extremely ineffective, right? Very I mean, ineffective. Yeah. What the fuck guys, if you really wanted to get it done, there's better ways to do it, right? Yeah, for sure. Your number, I mean, for all the effort it's going to take you to do a massive sort of like bio weapon rollout, um, you know, as, as frightening as the numbers might be on paper at the end of the day, not super impactful. You know what my, I mean? My favorite shit is the folks that the naysayers and shit like that, that, uh, like to like, you know, well, you could still shed virus particles if you, if you have vaccine. I'm like, yeah, but I ain't going to get, the, the chances of me getting sick and dying are, are, are infinitesimally small compared to somebody else. Yeah. And besides, yeah, I can still get sick and shed virus particles, but you know what? So can you, motherfucker, who have done literally nothing to abate this in whatsoever, in, in any way, right? Yeah. Like, like, couldn't be bothered to take even the most, uh, I guess you could say, prudent and least invasive steps, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, you know what? Fuck it. You know, take a fucking nap. Take it. Climb in your casket and take a fucking nap. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's just jump into the queue then. No, no need to uh, no need mm. to waste any time with a long preamble. That was uh, that. I think that was an exceptionally loud clearing of the sinuses that I forgot to mute. It, yeah, it was. That's okay. You don't have to mute it. I I go in and edit all of them out by hand anyway. So it's yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Um, so this week's cue, I, I gotta say, it's looking good. It's looking varied. Um, it's, uh, there's some, some weeks, you know, you can just look at shit and know, hmm, there's a lot of stuff in here that if we land on it, there's a high probability we're not going to like it. Whereas this week, I think, uh, I think the vast majority of what's represented here looks pretty cool. So let's jump into it. So first up we have Hell Dweller with their, uh, self-release record. This is a submission from Zach Honeycutt regular listener and caller to the show. They are an LA-based band that he says is uh, synthesizing a lot of uh, current trends in hardcore in a way that he finds interesting and effective. Then we have got Fluids with Not Dark Yet. This is a band from Phoenix, Arizona. It was sent in by Chad Textbook. Um, it's out on Hell's Headbangers, uh, so I assume it's some kind of death metal, but like... Um, it doesn't look like death metal off the top. Like, you know, like if you just glanced at the album cover, that's not what you would think this is. So I'm kind of interested to hear mm -hmm. this. Then we have got Wasted Death with Ugly as Hell 2, Uglier Than Hell. This is a London, UK-based band that was sent in to us by Jeremy. Uh, no context about this, just hit us with a link. Then we have got uh, per Perverted Ceremony from Belgium with their EP Cavernous Hallucinations. This was sent in by Tyler Hammer, who said he is tired of people sending in pussy-ass black metal. Okay. 
Then we have got uh, Grimyard with their demo 2021. So this is a band that you actually big up uh, who mm -hmm. came out with uh, a demo tape in October of last year mm -hmm. and uh, was like, they barely made any copies. I think they made like 25 copies of the demo. Right. Um, and uh, they evidently just dropped a new demo last month. And I have not heard this yet. This was sent in by Parker Rippinger. Um, mm -hmm. who said that, uh, I can't remember what his last submission was, but he said that us hating it uh, made him like it even more. So he hopes that we rip into this one just as much. But that first Grimyard demo is really, really fucking good. So I can't imagine this sucking. Um, yep. And I ordered this a couple days ago. So Okay, cool. Um, then we have got Circus with their promo. Um, we've had Circus on the show before. This is a band from Columbus, Ohio, part of the uh, greater uh, Columbus area delayed gratification record scene. This was sent in by Elijah Nikofsky, who plays in the band. Um, from what I recall, they were playing kind of like mid-2000s, stompy, sometimes fast, hardcore stuff. Uh, we kind of... Um, we kind of like criticized their their clown shtick. And, yeah, they wanted uh, too little, a, a little too literal with the circus thing. Yeah, and Elijah said that they've leaned into the. Uh, his email said that they've leaned into the clown uh, shtick even harder, and he ended his it. he ended his email with honk. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we have got slow move with Haven. It's a single off of uh, their EP of the same name that just came out in July 2021. This was sent in by Alistair. Um, he says they are a Glasgow-based uh, or a power pop band. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check this out regardless of whether or not we land on it because when you say Glasgow and power pop in the same sentence, I'm pretty much hooked. I love all of the C86 power pop stuff, the Vaselines, the pastels, uh, the pop guns, the wedding, the wedding present, all that stuff is, is my fucking shit, so I'm sure I'll probably like this. Then we have got Reptoid with Worship False Gods. This is a band from Oakland, California. It was sent in by John Fett. He says it is a solo, um, like harsh noise, industrial, etc. project. Uh, so, you know, a, uh, a John Fett, a John Fett especial. Then we have got uh, D. Sablu, I think is how you pronounce this. D. Sablu with Taken by Static. This is a New Orleans-based solo project. It was sent in by Levi Thompson. Um, says that it is either post-punk informed hardcore or hardcore informed post-punk, depending upon which track you listen to. And then last up, we have got a submission from Nicholas B. Sales. Uh, they're a Greek band. He said that the name translates to either Britsalites or Britsalites, and the EP translates to either Shame Shame or Disgrace Shame. He says it's a catchy middle ground between egg punk stuff, early hardcore, and garage rock. Um, he said it's really new and doesn't have a physical release yet, but he thinks it deserves some more recognition. It looks it looks uh, right up our alley. Very, very fucking stupid. The cover art is uh, a snail that is also a cock and balls. So, um, you know, they're they uh, they're already appealing to me. Um, so let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up first. Five. Okay, so five is the Grimyard demo. So you uh, you already ordered this, so you know what it sounds like. Uh, like I said, I love the uh, the first demo from October of last year, so I imagine I'm gonna like this. Let's um, let's just listen to the first song on here. So we're gonna listen to Final Solution Op Annihilate by Grimyard Grimyard off of their demo 2021. somebody man you know what I mean 
when you're looking in their eyes and you're seeing all that life just go right out of them, it's power. I hate people, man. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about nothing. Nah. All my life, people fuck with me. Don't you fuck with me, man. I just fucking hate people. I hate people. And I don't care. I just don't fucking care. I don't care. Okay, we just listened to Final Solution Op Annihilate by Grimyard off of their demo 2021. And yeah, sorry to disappoint you, Parker, but uh, we won't be ripping this one a new one. It, uh, it's really, really fucking good, man. I, yeah. I love this project so much. It's like if the Templars were really into black metal. Yeah, and this this particular release, there's a bit more. It feels more menacing. Yeah, for sure. Um, the the last release just felt a little more, just kind of like jangly and creepy and this still had the jangly fucking you know oi oi riffs and guitar work but the vocals on this one sounded much more like some wraith whispering at you from the tomb than yeah. uh, you know just sort of like howls of anguish yeah for sure we talked about on the most recent patreon episode we did about how 
um, like genre synthesis is just becoming more uh, more common, and uh, like any sort of novel developments are in in like punk and hardcore and metal uh, right now are pretty much coming from synthesis. And uh, I think this is one of the more novel novel approaches that I've that I've heard in the last few years. Um, like I, my brain would never think to synthesize oi and like super lo-fi black metal mm -hmm. uh but it it works really really well here i i don't know why i i think probably because uh the grim skin is just a, a superior songwriter um but i yeah i really like the sort of lo-fi sensibility um and the menace of of black metal uh merged with this like hyper uh pop aware oi it's it, this the music is it's so fucking good it's obviously i mean oi is is like a, a genre that traces its roots directly back to sort of like a roots rock and this is something that that like you could show this to like the coolest motherfucker in 1967 and they'd probably be down with it you know what i mean yeah iggy pop would probably be down with it in 1967 right exactly yeah um yeah this stuff is so good this is a this is a project that i'm not really sure besides just like a lack of um a lack of uh, promotion. I'm not really sure why this hasn't caught on more broadly because it's it's so good. Because there's only 25 of the first tape and 25 or 12 of the first tape and 25 of this one. I think how many of yeah. the first tape? It's super. Yeah, 12 and there's three left. Yeah. Um, oh, are there really three left of that? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Uh, unless oh, it's a second pressing. Maybe. Oh, it's a second pressing. Okay. Uh huh. Word. So, yeah, dude, it's they, so it's so funny to do a second pressing of, of 12. 12. <laughs> I know. So there is a second pressing. This one has a red jacket instead of the, you know, a different color jacket. J-card okay. insert. But um, yeah, there's three left of those. And, uh, you know, there's a few of these left anyway. But um, yeah, it's... This also has, like, a lot of, like, hokey fun in it, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and to me, that's a big seller, too, that it's not hung up on itself and it's not taking itself seriously because that's always a bummer right. in most things. You For know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that this has kind of taken the piss out of both oi and black metal mm -hmm. while at the same time paying homage to them, you know? Right. Is is pretty dope. Like, in some ways, in some ways, this reminds me, this is akin to, like, the hokey gimmick garage rock that was about like monsters and creeps from the sixties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. You know, yeah. like it, it's akin to that, not only in like aesthetic and spirit, but also just in, in its sort of like execution. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I dig it. That's not to say that I'm going to go fucking listen to the monster mash or anything like that. Cause that shit's fucking old and stupid, but this is new and cool. Yeah. But this is, I, I could see that you could, you could draw a straight line from, you know, screaming Lord such to this, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and also, um, you know, we have, I haven't heard a lot of folks like, I, I can't think of anybody else. that sounds like this mm -hmm. off the top of my head. Maybe I'm missing some huge fucking blackened oi scene i don't know you know what i mean yeah but like this is also something that i kind of don't want to see take off no not at all right i yeah. don't want in, in the same way that like i you know you give me a, a list of a hundred horror punk bands that includes the misfits right and i'm interested in only one maybe two yep for sure right i'm yep. interested in the misfits and then you know the one that my friends are in <laughs> yeah for sure you and, know and and uh and sam hayne if we're gonna count them 
Well, yeah, but you know, I, I kind of put that under the broader umbrella. And I, I, I Sam Hain, I, Sam Hain is uh, for me something totally different than the Misfits. Yeah, for sure. The Misfits is definitely a lot more comic book goofy. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I also don't want to hear a bunch of bands doing this either. Like, no, not at all. You know. Yeah, I, I like that this is uh, singular and idiosyncratic for sure. Yeah, and the Grim skin has a very good aesthetic on the layout. Mm-hmm. Last time it was nooses, this time it's fucking hooks, right? Yep. Bale hooks and stuff. Yeah. Still got the same general uh, minimal high contrast sort of imagery. I like it a lot. He's got an eye for design as well. Yep, for sure. This stuff rips. Thanks to Parker for sending this over. I'm sure it would have uh, come across come across my desk one way or the other anyway, since I like the last demo. But uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this will put some more people onto this and uh, can sell out of these 25 tapes right uh, right quick. Let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. One. All right, one is Helldweller. So this is the submission from Zach Honeycutt. You can find this at helldweller.bandcamp.com. I should mention you can find the Grimyard stuff at grimyard.bandcamp.com. So this is a self-titled release. It looks like they just, I guess this is their first proper release. They just had like a single uh, that came out in May of 2021 and then this one that just came out in June. So this is their debut EP. Looks slick though, based on the uh, the artwork. Like I said, mm-hmm. Zach said that this is a, uh, a synthesis of, of, uh, a lot of contemporary hardcore trends that he thinks um, does a really good job of of kind of capturing all of them and, and doing something interesting with them. So I guess let's uh, let's find out. We'll we'll skip the first track because uh, that's an intro and a first. Well, they song. have Call of the Void loaded. So. Oh, they do. Okay, cool. So uh, so we'll we'll do that then. So we're gonna listen to Call of the Void by Hell Dweller off their self titled EP. So we just heard the song Call of the Void by Helldweller off of their self-titled debut EP. So like I said, Zach said that this synthesizes a lot of present trends in in hardcore. Uh, and that is definitely true. This was schizophrenic as shit. Um, it started off with some D-beat stuff, which again, on the most recent Patreon episode, I was talking about how um, in, like a mainstream hardcore's interest in D-beat um, is like a, a pretty novel and new thing since it had previously been relegated to kind of its own little spiky jacket corner of subculture for many, many years. Um, so it's it's real interesting to hear that fused with some like kind of bouncy New York hardcore 
infu- infused stuff here too. Um, all in all, I don't know how much that really captured me, but I didn't hate it either. I think that's a thing that, and we say this frequently on the show, I think that's a thing that uh, in a basement goes over real, real well and could be super, super fun to watch. Mm. Um, just based on the recording, I, like I said, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like captivated by it. I didn't hate it either. I thought it was really, I thought it was really solid. Um, it was an interesting mix of sounds and for a debut EP, um, not bad at all. The recording was all right. Some things could be changed. The drums were kind of, kind of loud for my taste. Uh, there are some other little fucking pedantic nitpicks that I could throw its way. But, um, as far as a band trying to do something new, blend and like various different sounds. I guess synthesis is the theme of this episode. Um, I thought it was a solid attempt. It didn't do a shit ton for me personally, but I thought it was fun at least. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, it didn't grab me much anyway. I mean, go for it, do it, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? I Like, same thing. I don't hate it. Right. Uh, I don't think I felt one way. Or, I, I don't think that I... I'm definitely on one side of the fence more than you. Right. Okay, fair enough. Because I don't feel... I don't feel like it was schizophrenic as shit, right? It was, it was fucking like hardcore head cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, it just, uh, it didn't do any of its components exceptionally well. That's true for sure. Yeah. You know, it, 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 there was no, there was no component of it that like grabbed me and was a hook in this song. Right. I knew like you're going to get, you know, like four, maybe eight measures of one part and then the next part comes up and then you're going to do four of this and you're going to do four of this. And none of it, none of it was done, um, I guess, up to snuff individually. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think I appreciate the uh, the effort more than I do the execution on this one. For yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's you know. So so like I, that's that's kind of my point is do it, get better, have fun. Um, but uh, at the same time, and, and it felt incongruous. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, blending is cool when it when it doesn't feel like completely disjunct. Yeah. Grimyard, for instance, didn't feel completely disjunct, right? Because the music was catchy and there was something that I could grab in through the whole way through, right? right. And then over top of that was the atmosphere of the vocals, right? Sure. This was just part after part after part with, um, I don't know, not a lot of continuity, like sonic continuity between them. So uh, whatever. It'll get better, I'm sure. But um, I, yeah. I didn't really like this. Yeah, this was riff salad, no doubt about that at all. Um, I think this is a thing that if you can figure out a way to combine all of these um, and make it feel cohesive, it could end up being very interesting. But right now, the the best I can say about it is, you know, fun effort, probably cool to see in a basement, but didn't do much for me beyond that. Um, But Zach, I'm glad you like it. And to the members of Hell Dweller, you know, keep doing your thing. I don't know if this is your first serious band or what. This is the first release for this band. Um, you guys look like uh, nice fellas wearing a misfit shirt, wearing a rudimentary peni shirt. You know, you guys like cool. Yeah, I, I, I can't make out what the last one is. Um, that's um, Lorna Shore, which is a contemporary band that sucks really bad. So, well, that's I didn't know who it was. It looks like it's trying to rip off like Burzum or some shit with the with the forest artwork there. I don't know. It does, <laughs> but um, um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's that's the best I can say about you. I got no beef with you, but uh, I'm I'm not going to be rushing out to pick this up either. So, let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Two. All right, two is wasted death. You can find this at wasteddeath.bandcamp.com. This is uh, the London-based band that was sent to us by Jeremy with uh, no context. Just hit us with the link. Um, 
Looks like they have got the first song queued up to play, so we can go with that. So we're going to listen to Tomorrow's Children Will Eat Algae by Wasted Death off of Ugly as Hell 2, Uglier Than Hell. Okay, we just heard Tomorrow's Children Will Eat Algae by Wasted Death off of Ugly as Hell 2, Uglier Than Hell. Nate, how'd you feel about that? I think I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of sounded like... This, this sounded like um, King Buzzo and like members of Faith No More trying to play D-Beat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say this is this is like D beat and proto black metal informed metal punk via via noise rock. You know right. what I mean? Th- th- this is this is like musicians, actual musicians that just can't dumb it down enough, right? To play, you know, just straight D beat or you know straight like straight something straight ahead it's always got to be a bunch of other things at the same time Mm -hmm. and that sometimes works for me you know i like some pretty some pretty like uh i guess i i I don't like to use the word eclectic but i like um i like some stuff that can be kind of a mishmash of shit right yeah um so i think i like this i need to listen to it more i like the way the guitar sounds Mm -hmm. um 
And I just kind of was reading the beginning here, and it says they tune all to the same note. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, the strings are all tuned to the same note. I I kind of like that. I kind of like the 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 I like the the, the heavy like amrep noise rock sort of vibe in it too. Mm-hmm. If this had like established musicians on it that were trying to do punk rock and it came out on Ipecac Records, I wouldn't like it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just because of like the the package it comes with it. And we've talked about that on Patreon before too, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is about that that kind of like always turns me off. It's I think it's because you get a guy like Mike Patton or somebody that wants to be in a punk band, but dude's not a punk. Right. right? Yeah. And it's impossible for them to like go back and get the brutish simplicity of hardcore and punk, right? Right. Um, so I, I always find that to be irritating. And then they basically just have their new punk band that only rides on the laurels of like their name, right? For sure. Um, and when you see them live, there's going to be a barrier and it's not going to be in a basement and there's nothing punk about the show whatsoever, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's missing all the critical components that make punk and hardcore actually appealing. Right, right. Like, and so it's it's missing because it's it's more than just like the the notes you're playing with your guitar, right? right. We've yeah. said it before. There's a you have to assess the total package. At least I do. Yeah. So I don't consider like like I like this because I don't know who the fuck these dudes are. Yeah. You know what I mean? They look like funny goofy dudes hanging out behind some bins, right? Uh huh. Bins full of shit. Right. Yeah, and there's a there's a rotten sound shirt there in the picture. There's too. a rotten sound shirt. Um, I don't know what the fuck out of that guy's. Who knows? These are these are black. These are dudes that would you know wear, wear like a rotten sound shirt, and then somebody else would have a tortoise shirt on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like these dudes are fucking. You know these these dudes are musicians trying to like dumb it down as best as they can while they still find it interesting. Right. So I think I like this. Um, there were some aspects I could have done without, but by and large, I think I'm on board, maybe 75, 80% with this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I have to, I have to investigate further. I will say today's children eat algae. Algae's delicious, right? Yeah, it is. Um, kelp snacks are good. Nori's good on sushi, right? It's Nori very helpful. Very yeah. It's very, it's, it's very easy crop to grow, very low impact. Mm-hmm. Um, we should all eat more algae, right? I personally should eat more I should eat less processed pig products, right? I should eat less bacon and ham, but I don't. I eat lots of bacon and ham because <laughs> I love it, right? Yeah. And I should eat more algae, right? Sure. I don't have any problem with it. It's just it's not as good as bacon. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's subjectively true, I would say. So, yeah, whatever. I think I think that this was okay. I want to investigate it further because this definitely is not um, basement hardcore and like, you know, scum from the fucking gutter metal or anything, which is always going to be, you know, my, uh, what I pine for the most. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of in the same space as you, whereas I also think I, I, I kind of like this, but I don't think I want to investigate it more. Um, this to me is definitively, um, like beer, beer fest, they, metal, it definitely you know? it definitely is that too and that's why i'm like tiptoeing up to it right and just kind of like peering over the fence a little bit to sure see. Like, yeah, who, yeah what is that who, what band is that because i really don't want to be involved right 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 with with like 
the, the, everybody else that is watching this. Yeah, this is this is Dark Lord Day. You know, fucking we're we're um we're they're they're the midday slot at the craft beer festival, um, headlined by the Melvins, uh, type mm-hmm. type vibe. You know what I mean? And um, it's not that there isn't music in that world that I like. Okay, I mean I fucking love the Melvins, obviously, but um. But yeah, there's just something about this that that feels um, it feels a little neutered um, musically. I got no beef with it. I thought it was it was uh, it was cool enough. I was nodding along, but uh, I don't think I feel compelled to check this out further on on any level. Really, I think I know exactly what's uh, what's uh, on offer here, and um, and I think uh, we'll probably hear about it on NPR within the next like nine to twelve months. I don't think this is NPR, but I will say that if you went to a show and there were 200 people there mm-hmm. and you didn't have a beard, oh yeah, you're in the minority. And I don't mean like a scummy fucking death metal beard. I'm talking like a beard where it's like, check out my beard. For I'm, sure. I'm the beard guy. Yeah. Right? Yep. Check out the way I take care of my facial plumage. I'm the beard guy. This is the, the beard and the beer are core components of my personality. And man, that sucks. Yeah, there's almost nobody I'd I'd rather be around less than that than that crowd. So um so there you go. Wasted death, not bad, musically sound, nodding my head along, but uh this is probably where where uh, they and I shall part uh, never to be reunited. Um, And and curiously, none of the dudes in the bands have beards, right? uh, One one dude does. Actually, no, two. Actually, they all have beards. Oh, well, then fuck them, right? Fuck (laughs) them. Yeah, they've all got beards. One guy even has a goatee, so. Yeah, so, yeah, they do. God damn it, they do all have beards. I I see, I was picturing shorn faces on their goofy, like expressions on their goofy faces. Uh And indeed, they all have beards. Yeah. And um, like I said, I bet you if you went and saw 200 people seeing these guys and you didn't have any facial hair, you were in the fucking minority. Yeah. I mean, of, like, like by a lot. Yeah. It's a, a by lot. By a lot. I would cr- say, I would say that if you stretch it out linearly, mm. at least 35 feet of beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a uh, lot of cool dads getting away from the wife and kids for the weekend. Dude, don't, we have, we have not gone in on dads and moms in a while, right? <laughs> we haven't, but this is. But let it be known that we fucking hate what you become <laughs> and we hate your nostalgia night. Yeah, it's and, the worst. And uh, we hate you. Yeah. We hate you and we hate your kids, right? Yeah. And actually, the only thing that I love is that you decided to have kids into this fucking hell planet. <laughs> I love the fact that you are giving them an inheritance of shit. <laughs> Because after you're long dead, your kids and your grandkids will be inhabiting a fucking a, a fucking hellscape of poverty and drastic, drastic resource inequality and environmental ruin. And uh, they'll have uh, literally no one to thank except for you for that. Yeah, right? for sure. No matter, no matter how well you raise them, their future is shit. Yep. Yeah. That's so. Uh, congrats on uh, on giving your kid this uh, soon to be charred cinder of a fucking planet. Right. Congrats. Congrats. Um, you know. Hope your hope your kids. Uh, have you ever kids ever watched the movie Elysium? Because uh, you know, guaranteed they're not going to be up there in the ring. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Seven. 
Okay, so Seven is uh, is a band I was hoping we would land on. So this is the Greek band. You can find this, man. I love their Bandcamp link. It is yummysteaks.bandcamp.com. Um, already, I'm imagining that these folks are of like mind to you and I. Um, so, so, so what did you say the name of this band translated to? Britzolites. B R I. What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. B R I T Z O L I T E S or Britzolites. Um, and the EP translates to either shame, shame, or disgrace, shame. I'm taking this all on the word of Nicholas B. Sales, who sent this in. So he could be way off base, but I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go with what he says here. I'm deferring okay. to him. Um, so uh, he says that uh, the we should just listen to the first two songs. He said the first song is about as uh, is about as good a summary of what this band sounds like as we could hope for. But it's only 42 seconds long, and the second song is 59 seconds long. So let's just listen to both of them. Uh, so we're going to listen to WC Excursion to WC and MH Don't by, uh, I guess, Britzelites off of, I guess, their record, Disgrace Shame. <laughs> Okay, so we just listened to the first two tracks by the band Britalites or Britalites's whatever the fuck their Greek name translates to off of whatever the fuck uh, the Greek name of this record translates to, which is evidently Disgrace, Shame, or something thereabout. I liked that a lot. Uh, that was indeed uh, uh, an interesting middle ground between contemporary egg punk, garage rock, and classic hardcore. Um, especially the second mm -hmm. song was uh, was leaning into like the early 80s hardcore, especially hard, but the, the addition of like some subtle synth in there was really nice. Uh, overall, I, I, I thought this was really fucking good. I liked this a lot. This, uh, it, it, it sounds how it looks. Um, the lyrics also, uh, the translation of the lyrics anyway, the last line of the first song, when nature calls, I will soil myself on you. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I like pretty much everything about this. I like the presentation. Um, I like that it is both visually and sonically stupid, um, but incredibly catchy at the same time. I mean, that's a formula that uh, we have repeatedly shown ourselves to be suckers for on this show. Um, yeah, there's nothing that I don't like about this. This is uh, this is 
pretty much exactly to my taste. I, it blows my mind. Like, it doesn't surprise me, right? Mm-hmm. But I never think of, like, the Greek alphabet as a living alphabet still in use. Dude, I was thinking about that when I was looking at these lyrics. So when I see it, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. Like, you know, what the fuck? There, 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 you know, I mean, I don't know. It seriously looks like some Stargate shit. You know, you yes. know, I've been plowing through Stargate, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And I'm, I'm on like halfway through season 17, right? Yeah. And last night I watched a Stargate movie. Yep, I watched. Because that. I hadn't seen it since like the 90s. Yeah, right? I watched it like a month ago. Yeah. Right, and the TV show you can tell definitely, while ambitious, doesn't have anywhere near the uh, talent and the production value that the movie has in like the uh, special effects and so forth. Right, which makes me really want to see like a modern Stargate. Yeah, it would be sick for sure. You know, because like you know, the fucking Jaffa look awesome in the movie. Yeah, um, they they are they are literally like bumbling cavity creeps in the fucking TV show. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just bumbling buffoons in clunky armor that makes them look fat no matter what. Yes. Right? And so, anyway, Stargate aside, this seriously looks like some Stargate shit, right? So I'm always I'm always surprised. Yeah, I like this a lot. I like the garage aspect of it actually the most. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it sounded like a fucking wild, like, Saturday night, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, this was fun. This was, uh, this was definitely a lot of fun. I, I wish that I wish I knew Greek. Indeed. So that I could, you know what I mean? Like, I like how clunky the lyrics translate into English, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, when nature calls, I will soil myself on you, right? The, the, um, the last song of the, the last lyric of the second song, the last line says, you berate yourself like a dickhead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is that? What does that actually mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah I, w- yeah. I would love to have an intimate understanding of Greek so I could, I could, um, I could get it. I mean, you're, just, you're always going to lose things in translation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like this. This was fun. It it, it was um, familiar to me, like, musically, but alien to me culturally, mm-hmm. which I, I kind of like. It's a little bit of, it puts a little mystery in there for me. Yeah, for sure. This was real solid. Thanks to uh, Nicholas B. Sales for sending that our way. That was uh, definitely definitely in our wheelhouse. Really good stuff. And I uh, hope this finds its way to, uh, to a physical release of some sort. Um, all right. Let's roll the dice once more. One again. All right. One is fluids. I was interested in this because it's a textbook release. Um, you know, <clears throat> he, is, um, he has proven himself to be a fan of, of questionable shit, um, speaking as kindly as possible. Who, who is this? This is uh, old Chad textbook. He uh, he self submitted his stuff oh, to the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, also yeah, said yeah. that um, I think they're called if I if I die first or something. It was the shit that you couldn't even sit through a single uh, single yeah. song of. So right, 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 right. And he genuinely likes that. So uh, yeah. So I'm interested to see what this is. Like I said, it's on Hell's Headbanger, so it, it can't be all bad. Um, yeah, this band has been around for a bit. I think like I've seen, I've seen this name before. Yeah, I maybe have seen the name before, but uh, nothing. None none of their. I don't know that I've ever listened to their music. I've seen this name before, and I don't think I've paid any attention to it because there's not a lot of. Well, I don't know what to expect. I didn't know it was any else headbangers, right? I've actually never seen the drippy death metal logo before. Mm -hmm. The the logo that I've seen on releases, like when I you know 
I'm on Bandcamp and says, check this out or whatever, is the one that's in the artwork here, mm-hmm. which is just block letters as fluids. Yeah. Right. Which it may, I, I immediately just think like liquids. I don't know why I just do. Right. Yeah. Because fluids and liquids. Right. But I, I, I so I, I guess I just, without even bothering to pay attention to it, just figured, oh, it's another like, you know, weirdo punk thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the, the banner at the top is like straight eighties. Right. Yeah is straight i i think that that's um what's that movie with uh what's his nuts it, um ryan gosling in it oh drive drive right it's yeah. fucking straight out of that right yeah so um yeah i guess we'll see what we're in for because I, I i i know i've seen this name before but i have no idea what looking at the album art lots of splattered brain material mm-hmm. lots of splattered brain material yeah, no, um, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Lots like, of lots of chunked people. Yeah, and names like uh, deliberate full corporal slicing with a cleaver. Um, yeah. So now I'm kind of expecting uh, like Gorgorine shit, you know? Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I tell you what, man the the um the fucking release piled to the repile mm-hmm. from I don't know a few years ago or whatever. Yeah. The, and the artwork on here is, you know, it looks like, you know, probably maybe some like uh, mafia sort of hit, some drug dealer sort of hit. Somebody's been, you know, chunked up and uh, multiple people have been chunked up. So it's bits and pieces of thigh and leg and everything like that. Yeah. And you can see the head of the femur, right, mm-hmm. on the legs where it's been carefully like surgically cut, right? I mean, that's that's a clean cut. That's clean butchery there. Indeed. It fucking looks like a goddamn ribeye. It does look like a ribeye. Yeah, yeah, it right. sure does. Yeah, it'd probably be tasty. It's crazy. It's just it, you never you never think that we're just meat, but we are, man. I mean, we know that, but uh, when you see it like that, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It is indeed. <laughs> Take a bite, right? Yeah, so, Take a bite. So you can find this at fluids666.bandcamp.com. They have the song "Empathy Shed." Uh, queued up to play so we're going to listen to empathy shed by fluids off of their record not dark yet
So we just heard the song, uh, what's it called? Empathy Shed by Fluids off of their release, Not Dark Yet. And I, I will tell you that I wish this was Liquids. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, Liquids is uh, one of my favorite bands going, so I can say I, that. I, but I, I wish that I was right when I, you know, just somehow made the connection between Fluids and Liquids in my brain because um, this sucked. It, it wasn't great. Even, even for someone such as myself who actually does um, – does enjoy some slam and gore grind more so than you do. Um, this did did very little for me. Um, I, I the 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 obviously programmed drums I thought were um, huge turnoff. It was horrible. I mean, like truly, um, just like impenetrably annoying. I could not I could not circumvent how much I hated that. No matter how much I tried. There were a couple, even the slams in this were kind of weak. You know what I mean? At the very mm. least, if you're going to do a slam project, give me some, give me something catchy. Um, there wasn't a lot of groove in this, which is something I often enjoy about slam stuff. Um, the gore grind aspects weren't interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Nothing about this really appealed to me, even as somebody who is at least a, a, a passing fan of the genre. Um, this, uh, this, yeah, this did nothing for me at all. There are so few examples of something that sounds like this that I like because this has nothing in it that I find attractive about death metal or grindcore or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like, I always feel like folks that really big up this sort of shit don't actually like death metal and don't actually like grindcore. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, this has nothing of those genres that I actually love in it. This is just... um you know, reduction to absurdity, which on, on its surface is sometimes a good thing. But in this instance, it's not, there's nothing catchy about it. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, do you like bass drops? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that this is, uh, this is even, this is reduced even further. You know what I mean? Like this is, this takes out even the, the elements of slam and Gorgorine that I do enjoy. So yeah, I don't give a shit about this. Um, it seems a whole lot of people do. I think that slam and gore grind is, uh, is a very sort of self self-contained and self-sustaining scene. You're right. Uh, in the fact that I think there are a lot of people who engage with this shit who don't engage with other types of like grind and death metal. Um, there's like a, a dedicated following of specifically like slam and gore grind at this point, which is weird and interesting. Um, but, uh, it's not something that I, I typically find myself, um, loving unless it's done really well. And this, uh, this was not that. So no. let's, uh, let's try to, uh, to end our venture into uh, new music tonight on a higher note and roll the dice one more time. Is that, is that over three for the textbook guy? Um, yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, that dude is, that dude is on like the polar opposite end of like the punk and heavy metal spectrum. I get the feeling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, right. No doubt. Yeah. One again. All right. So one is, uh, is the stuff that Tyler Hammer sent to us because he said he was, uh, tired of people sending some bitch ass black metal our way. Um, so he wanted to send us something that, uh, evidently is not bitch ass black, me black metal, but some, some real shit, at least in, uh, at least in the eye of, uh, of, of Tyler Hammer. So we're going to listen to uh, perverted ceremony. This is a band from Belgium, Belgium. Uh, the release is cavernous hallucinations. It's just a two song EP. Um, this is not on Bandcamp, but you can find it on, uh, on YouTube. If you just search perverted ceremony, cavernous hallucinations, we're going to listen to the first song off of this which is uh, self-titled, or uh, I'm sorry, eponymous. So we're going to listen to Cavernous Hallucinations off of the EP of the same name. 
Okay, so we just heard Cavernous Hallucinations off of the EP of the same name by the band Perverted Ceremony from Belgium. <clears throat> so when Tyler sent this our way, um, he compared it favor- favorably to bands like Beharit or uh, Mortuary Drape. Um, I think that those are both apt comparisons. Somebody also in the YouTube comments section described this as being like Ride for Revenge on Mushrooms, which I think mm, is, I can see that. Which yeah. is both funny and kind of apt. Yeah, Ride for Revenge is basically, you know, worshiping at the feet of Beharit. So right. drawing yep. down the moon arrow Beharit. So Yep, for sure. Um this was uh refreshingly primitive. Um I really, really liked this a whole lot. I liked that uh the guitar sounded like it was broken. Um Yeah. <laughs> didn't it? You know what I mean? It sounded I right, mean it right, sounded right. bad. Um right. but in a good way. And I mean, you know, many of those Early primitive black metal records um, were recorded on the worst possible gear that uh, they could get their hands on, sometimes out of necessity, sometimes intentionally. Um, I would imagine that this falls in the in the uh, latter camp, considering it is 2021 and they live in a, a, a first world nation. Um, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, I liked it. I thought it worked. It was primitive in a way, and that that I think few contemporary black metal bands uh, managed to replicate. 
Um, it was it was just really good. I liked that a whole lot. It, it got a lot of things. It got a lot of things right about black metal and captured sort of the essence of like raw primitive black metal. Um, it it emphasized, I think, uh, the bestial, um, you know, primal components of the genre, which is not a thing that you see done nearly as often as folks uh, leaning into the sort of like um, really like maudlin melancholic cosplay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, which for me, that's the worst form of black metal. I, I I hate the, I hate the maudlin. I hate maudlin black metal. Yeah, I want it to be over the top. I've said it before, over the fucking top bonkers like Ross Bay shit. Sure. Um, crazy fucking like thrashy, unhinged at the very limits of what their their, their technical proficiency is, like some of the South American stuff, sure. right? Yeah. Um. And, and, or just completely primitive and thoroughly by, by any reasonable standard, unenjoyable to listen to. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because this, that's, that's the spirit of it. That's to me, that's the essence of black metal, even though it was just a bunch of fun, fucking maudlin teenagers killing each other and committing crime. Right. Right. Um, that sort of like, you know, that second wave of black, black metal that we always think about. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I I like this because it's so fucking raw. Make no mistake, it was not a pleasant listen. Sure. Um and and that to me like it's almost like you need to be part of a club to actually like this. This mm. this this tries the fucking nerve of 9 out of 10 people that listen to it. 99 out of 100 people that say they like fucking heavy metal. This is going to is going to ride right on a fucking unpleasant nerve for them, right? Yeah, for sure, because it's so lo-fi, because it's it it, it sounds so cacophonously amateur, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And every, like to me, yeah, I I I, I hate I, I just can't stand like uh, I can't stand the nerdiness of metal, and this is the antithesis of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right. This is the ner- antithesis of metal nerds. Yeah, right? dude. Metal nerdiness is. Ooh, ooh, there it, are a few yeah. things that just uh, raise my hackles like that, man. Right. In, in some ways, like totally different sound, but but like that cerebral rot stuff that we heard, right? Mm-hmm. Opposite of fucking nerdy, right? right? Those dudes might be gear nerds. Those dudes might be nerdy, but that fucking music is pure autopsy worship, and you know, like early autopsy worship turned up and tuned down. And it is the opposite of fucking nerdy, right? Right, yeah. If you go listen to like Autopsy, that's that's what I miss about heavy metal is the fucking stupid bullies, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the same way with my black metal. This is this is what I like. I, I like it bonkers and unpleasant and and stripped down and not fucking maudlin, yep. right? Yeah. Stop fucking crying. You're supposed to like Satan. What the fuck are you crying about? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what? You know what's going to happen? You're going to get a fucking hoof right up your fucking ass for all of eternity. You go there crying, yeah, right? No doubt. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? My, my- Stop fucking crying about the fucking woods. Stop <laughs> fucking crying about your lost vampiric love. Shove it up your fucking ass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As I've said many times, when I finally reach hell, um, I would like to, I'd like to go there in a state, uh, where I am, I'm ready to serve at the right hand of Satan himself, you know? Yeah. I, I want, when I go to hell, I'm going to specifically request to fucking spend eternity 
torturing the maudlin fucking black metal fools that want to cry about vampires and the fucking woods and like the you know the their their lover's blood like wine right <laughs> yeah. i want to be personally responsible for strapping them to fucking implements of eternal torture and ripping them limb from limb over and over only to be reborn and then once again face my indignity again my fucking humiliation that i put them through every day right yeah for sure. Rip their fucking loved ones from heaven and force them to fuck them to death. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. Um, God damn it. I hate the fucking maudlin nerds in black metal. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So there you go. I think that uh, that did indeed close out the uh, the music segment of the show on a much higher note than we could have with uh, with fluid. So thanks to Tyler for sending that our way. I'm going to I'm going to dig into the rest of this perverted ceremony stuff because it looks like they have uh, they have a few things out. And uh, I was I was uh, very taken they do. With like that, there's so. some stuff on nuclear war now. And that brings me to another thing. Oh, OK. I order stuff from nuclear war war now once in a while right super solid what are you gonna do right yeah sure um fucking on point with the shipping i got nothing bad to say about nuclear war now except that fucking website is a goddamn mess yeah it is it looks slick but it is so goddamn and, and they're all like that i tried finding this this ep right mm -hmm. the uh link to medieval prophecy records big cartel you click on that it's nowhere on there. There's only three things on that store. Two of them are sold out. Yep. Right? No indication that that was ever put out by Medieval Prophecy Records. You click the other link, New Era Productions from the Netherlands, right? Yeah. The website says, be back soon. Hell's Headbangers, a goddamn fucking nightmare to dig through. Yeah. Right? I really don't understand what it is with fucking like heavy metal distros and labels and fucking grandpa web design. I mean, web, yeah, I guess web design is just not the forte of the heavy metal fan. You hire a fucking nerd, man. There's plenty of them in heavy metal. Give them something to do before they get fucked to death by their fucking loved ones in hell for the rest of their lives. <laughs> for sure. Um, so there you go. Let's... Um Let's uh, pivot to the voicemail section. We got a fucking lot, um, but we got a little time. We'll get through as many as we can, and then we'll call it a night. Hey, this message is for Gray. There's something that has been on my mind that I've been thinking about a lot and I thought you should know. I'm the ghost. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there he is. Wow, he's made, he's finally made himself known to me. <laughs> Problem solved. I would love it if you started to get a ha like, like phone call hauntings, right? Yeah, that would be incredible. I would love that. Um, well, thanks. Um, you know, you feel like calling back and giving any context about why you're haunting me, uh, just um, you know, go feel free. <laughs> uh, my my uh, my voicemail is open to you. Um, let's uh, let's listen to this next one. Hey Nate, just wanted to let you know that uh, if you see another ghost, uh, it's probably not a good idea to follow it into the light. Uh, don't don't go into the light because I think that fat dwarf that saved that little girl in that movie's been long dead. So you'd be shit out of luck if you did that and. Uh, Nate, I know it's not the dystopia you wanted, but that's not very fucking DIY of you, dude. Uh, go out and make your own dystopia. You make the world what you want it to be. Be the dystopia you want to see in the world. I'm trying, man. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Believe me. You're doing your best, um, as, <laughs> as you talked about earlier on this episode. 
every waking moment is my own. I, I've been engaged now in, in a months long ritual, right? Yeah. Every action I do is dedicated towards it. Right. Um, seems to be paying off, but it's that, see, that's the thing about chaos magic though. Sometimes it comes back to bite you in the ass, right? Sometimes. Yeah. It does. You, you don't get everything you wanted. Right. Right. So, or sometimes I mean, it I, comes in a distorted form, you know, it comes in a distorted form. That's correct. So, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that lady from Poltergeist is long dead, right? Yeah, I, and I think that the the first part of that message was actually uh, intended to be addressed to me. Um, yeah, I won't follow anybody into the light. No worries. I know better. I've been dealing with these apparitions for a long time now. I know they're fucking tricks. I think you ought to at least follow follow one around and see where he's getting his uh, where he's got his cell phone hidden. Yeah, that's true. I might I might give that a shot at least. Uh, okay, let's listen to the next one. Hey, what's up, boys? So I just heard the Lesser Minds band that you played on uh, last week's episode. And uh, you guys kind of got on the subject of, like, musical mutts. And uh, I find that oftentimes those bands are either kind of the pioneers, like the next wave of, like, really influential kind of important bands, or there are the bands that live and die in the basement, as you guys said. Like, bands like... Uh, Full of Hell and Weekend Nachos kind of come to mind, where it's like in their early, mid-career, they were kind of just doing everything at once. And I think it's pretty uh, undeniable that they're, as like as far as contemporary bands go, they've had a lot of influence on kind of like the dark hardcore with doom and grind and black metal and like noise influence. And like, I feel like when done well, that's some of my favorite music, but when done poorly, it's frustrating and kind of alienating, sort of like Lesser Minds was. But yeah, just a interesting thing. I tend to really gravitate towards those mutt bands. But yeah, bye bye. Okay, so that was uh, that was Zach Honeycutt. That's uh, that's who sent us that uh, Hell Hell Dweller band, and uh, once again, sort of uh, taking things full circle and and uh, re reinforcing the idea that synthesis is the uh, the theme of this episode, because uh, that's what his his message had to do with. And certainly, uh, he backed his claim that he tends to gravitate towards those mutt bands by sending us that Hell Dweller band, because uh, as I as I noted, they were very musically schizophrenic. Um, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, I think maybe when those, when, when bands who are synthesizing things in a novel way do it very well, they often are, uh, taste makers or trendsetters, uh, weekend nachos full of hell are, are both good examples of that for sure. I don't have a lot of thoughts beyond that. I think that we've already kind of talked that point to death on this episode, but, uh, but you know, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts nonetheless. Yeah, we tried to make that point during that too, after Lesser Minds too. I, I guess why I said, I don't mean this is a put down because sometimes interesting things can come from it. But right. nine times out of 10, when there's not like a solid sound and a solid sort of like thread to grab onto with a band, it just kind of, uh, I guess, uh, wallows in nothingness for most of its, or the entirety of its existence. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, let's listen to the next one. Uh, D. Smokey Johnson here yet again. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, this week's different. Let's, uh, let's talk about some, some deep lore as pertains to the demo listen. Um, I remember a time in history where there were some potential Russian spies calling your podcast, leaving static, strange numbers, weird, uh, seemingly contextless voicemails potentially. Do you guys ever see any uh, 
cars following you around or anything weird like that. Just curious. Just curious if uh, the Russians are still on to you, still fucking with you, still trying to, like, put messages out there through your podcast. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what made me think of this. Uh, you know, it just came into my head last night, and I was like, those goddamn tricky Russian bastards, what are they up to? Are they still fucking with these dudes or not? Uh, anyway, uh, back to, you know, I'm gonna, uh, fuck, go smoke, uh, smoke, smoking the cocks and the doinks. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, so I, I actually do remember we used to get these mysterious Russian number station, uh, number station recordings once in a while yeah that is uh, that is a, a deep bit of demo listen lore i mean um maybe maybe the reason that it's dropped off is because when that was happening it was uh you know during a run-up to a major election major u.s election mm-hmm. um so it could have been you know just part of their uh the tampering the tampering that russian bots and uh nefarious agents were doing on the uh american democratic process although i won't rule out the fact that um the apparition is uh, a russian agent of some sort uh maybe using like advanced kgb cloaking technologies or something of that nature um, oh or whatever that weird fucking microwave weapon was that targets people's brains that uh-oh. was giving people like uh in Cuba, like affecting people's hearing and some other things in Cuba. Yep. Did you did you hear about that? I did hear about that. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's like straight out of sci-fi. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. Seems weird. It's the Havana the Havana syndrome. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe it's something like that. It could be. Maybe maybe you're upstairs. Maybe your upstairs quote unquote neighbor. Mm-hmm. Right? is uh actually testing these weapons sort of like a um you know sort of like a, a live a live trial of like a mk ultra sort of thing right Ooh. i mean that's been known to exist driving around neighborhoods in the 60s with uh, lsd being vented out of the exhaust of uh, cars for instance sure yeah yeah that could be man that would be so much more interesting than just having a fucking shitty upstairs neighbor that i want to kill yeah, yeah. Um, I and, wish. and I also want to point out that there are fewer number of stations than uh, there used to be. Apparently, they are uh, winking out. Oh, okay. So we, we maybe got uh, some of the last direct direct feeds to those number stations. I, I love listening to those. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I won't, you know, I don't listen to them. It's not like I'm a real weirdo that's going to listen to, like, three hours of Russian number stations. But, sure. like, if I'm just kind of working on my computer or something, especially if I need to get in a mood for you know prepping something for D or something like that or you know i just kind of want to zone out and like get into like a weird fucking mood at like 1 a.m i'll just put that on yeah for sure and just listen yeah and uh it 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 makes you feel like you're you're like on the edge of the void of civilization or something like that you know i uh i similarly i'll i'll go down hours and hours long rabbit holes of like watching like urban exploration dudes just uh going through like old russian and like eastern Bloc military installations or like Mm -hmm. scaling like the hyper massive um like uh radio radio installations and stuff like that yeah 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 i'll 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 lose hours of my life watching those and uh yeah man that's 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 like some truly apocalyptic shit i i watched one that was like a multi-part video of a dude um just going into uh into chernobyl um into the exclusion zone of chernobyl uh illegally and like camping out and just like walking the whole thing on foot and like checking out all the derelict buildings and shit it was it's sick 
Yeah. 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 I, I wish that I could get into that. I wish that, um, I wish that Fort Wayne had more catacombs. Yeah. Same man. Right. Same. Can you imagine how many, dude, if I lived in France, dude. Italy, yeah, man, I would have so many fucking human skulls in my basement that I got from the catacombs. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, like, right? well, although like a lot of the Eastern Bloc uh, Urbex videos I watch too, like they're always pulling out crazy fucking like old military gear from, uh, from like Cold War era bunkers and shit too. Yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah. yeah. We have nothing so cool in Fort Wayne, Indiana. No. I'm, well, we do have, you know, indigenous relics, but, um, you know, that's fucking trashy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. right. And illegal. You, you know, come on. Yeah. You, I, I would much, honestly, honestly, um, just go dig up a Catholic cemetery. Yeah, that's way cooler. That is pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah. That might, that, that might be something we'll have to put on the agenda. I tell you what digging up cemeteries uh -huh. in 2021 yeah as a man in your 40s yeah that's fucking cool <laughs> no doubt you know what i'm saying yeah. like there aren't many things you can do and creep around at night when you're like in your 30s and 40s right right because your days of skulking your days of slinking your days of lurking are over right, right. yeah without you know, basically, we know what's up with you, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're actually a criminal. <laughs> sure, right, 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 right. Yeah. And you're probably looking to hurt people. Right. But digging up, digging up fucking bones in a graveyard, uh -huh. victimless. Yeah, right? victimless crime. Yeah, absolutely. There's fucking, there's fucking, there's gravestone, there, there, there's graves at some of the cemeteries here in town. Ain't nobody come to visit those graves in a hundred years, right? Yeah, for sure. Why not dig yeah. them up? Why not dig them up? Those bones are just going to waste. Yeah, it means nothing to me. They, yeah, they're um, just going to waste. Why can't they adorn my basement? Yeah, and, and our, you know, we've uh, we have thoroughly documented via this po podcast our strong desire to be able to sneak, and yeah. there are very few ways that you can sneak as an adult that don't come along with criminal charges of some sort, um, right? Or, or at least a high suspicion of criminal charges. But um, just imagine, yeah, you come across a dude, right? Thirties, mm -hmm. forties, yeah. right? Wearing a fucking heavy metal t-shirt, walking out of a graveyard with a fucking moldy old skull in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's fucking awesome. Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um, well, we've just incriminated ourselves uh, ourselves on our podcast. So if we- Well, don't tell anybody. If, you, if you're listening to this, don't be a fucking narc. Just yeah. be cool. Yeah. Just be cool, man. <laughs> Um, all right. We, uh, we, we got a little time left. left. We got let's, plenty of time. Let's yeah. Do it. Let's listen to the next one. Yo, I just saw this hardcore kid on Twitter say that youth of today and minor threat suck. And I've seen this guy rep Slipknot and Corn before. So how are you going to say that youth of today and minor threat suck and that you're a hardcore kid and that you like Slipknot and Corn? I mean, I shouldn't be too surprised, I guess. Also, um, what are your guys' top three favorite high chew flavors? Bye. Get with the fucking times, Grandpa, right? Yeah. Minor threat and, minor threat and fucking youth of today, what's that, fucking Grandpa Hardcore? Yeah. Those dudes are in their 50s? Mm -hmm. Catch up. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah, it's all, it's all about corn and stuff, not now. <laughs> right? Catch up. Yeah. Right? Uh, I only ever buy the grape. That's it. Really? I only ever buy the grape high chew. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if I choose are vegan. It's been a long time since I've had it. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, it doesn't fucking matter at that point. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's not like they're killing an animal just to make high chews, right? Well, no, I suppose not. It's not like they're, you know, it's not like there's this whole industry of factory farming and cruelty just to make high chews, right? <laughs> By that point, it's, 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 this reduced rendered byproduct of a byproduct by the time it makes it to the high chew factory, uh-huh. who gives a shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess uh, an argument could be made. Yeah. Um, I eat them up. I, I really like uh, raspberry high chews. See, he, here's the thing I don't ever think about buying high chews unless I see grape. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's Reese's, right? For right, sure. Sure. Right. Um, and I, I love grape flavored candy. Um, they just like the grape dude, the grape flavored Swedish fish that they don't make anymore. Oh, I didn't even know those were a thing. Oh my God. They were my, when I was a kid. Yeah. No, get like a couple bucks, go down and buy 200 grape flavored Swedish fish. They, (laughs) they, they discontinued them like maybe 20 years ago, Mm. 10, 20 years ago. Some folks, some folks will say they still make them because they make this fruit medley Swedish fish. Yeah. Nope, does not taste anything like, does not taste anything like the original grape Swedish fish. Do you understand me now, Steve? They don't taste anything like the original grape Swedish fish. <laughs> well, um, I, uh, I unfortunately never got to taste uh, a grape Swedish fish, so. It is, it is quite unfortunate, or maybe it is fortunate because you don't know what it, what it, you know, what you're missing. Well, Swedish fish imagine, are imagine anyway, like, so. Imagine that maybe dodos were the most delicious animal that ever walked the face <laughs> of the earth. Right. Maybe it's better we don't know. And maybe it's better we don't know right. how tasty they were. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. And I, I guess I was instructed to give my top three flavors. So maybe like raspberry, strawberry, and mango. That's, uh, that's a devil's trio there. <laughs> Just go with the fucking grape. There you go. This is a man who loves his grape pie chew. Um, all right. We got, we got two more. Let's just bang them out. Let's listen to the next one. Yo, what's up? So I was cleaning up my room and um, I found one of my old iPods. I put that shit on shuffle and Anton Russ fucking started playing. And, uh, you know, I just think if you're one of these new kids who just got into hardcore recently, you know, in the last five years or so, I I really think you should check out Anton Russ. Um, You know, he was super aware of what was happening in the 05s, 06s, you know, uh, you know, had some real interesting thoughts, uh, social commentary, um, you know, uh, just a really interesting guy. So I think you guys should definitely check him out. Anton Ruff on YouTube. Uh, yeah, Ruff, Ruff, Ruff. All right, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, yeah, I figured you wouldn't know about Anton Ruff. So, <laughs> so Anton Ruff is like, a mid mid aughts uh like joke hardcore band um i can't remember who all was involved with it in it but i think it was like some folks who were either in concurrently or went on to be in like some some fairly notable hardcore bands and it was like um it was like metallic moshi hardcore that was actually uh, musically kind of a cut above a lot of serious stuff that was coming around that time coming out around that time but it was fronted by one uh anton ruff um whose uh <laughs> whose lyrical stylings will just say uh were very much of their time 
Um, it's clearly a joke. Uh, I can't tell you how many times in the course of the Anton Ruff demo, he says, I'm Anton Ruff. I ain't no fucking gay. Um, but I think it's at least five or six. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's filled with homophobic slurs, a lot of mosh calls incorporating those slurs, a lot of, uh, you know, Anton Ruff, I ain't no fucking gay. Um, it's good. It's really good. I, I revisited it fairly recently. I, uh, I revisit it maybe like once every year or two, uh, always gets a laugh out of me. And I, I'm frequently, um, shocked by how, uh, how well some of the actual riffs hold up. Um, but yeah, it was just a, it was a very time and place thing. You just had to be there for it. I was a teenager when that stuff was coming out. You were very much, uh, checked out of any sort of like mainstream or popular hardcore that was coming out during, you know, oh five, oh six, oh seven. Uh, mm. so that, you know, you were not the target demographic for that. Whereas me at 16 was, uh, exactly the target target demographic for it. So, um, shout out to, uh, shout out to Anton Ruff for sure. Um, if you're, if you're 20 years old, maybe don't go listen to that. So I was just kind of looking to there. There's not much on the internet as no. far as like, but when I put that in there, I do get a lot of bros. Yeah. 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 And, um, here, here's a, here's, here's a, here's an observation we've made before, but I want to, I want to restate uh -huh. and I want to, uh, I guess sort of like, uh, I don't know. And I don't want to say analyze, mm -hmm. but I want to call it out. Okay. Fat guys in hardcore lose weight shave your beard, lose the fat brim, the, the flat brim, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Stop it. Like every fat dude I see in hardcore beard, flat brim. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's, that's standard. Yeah. It's the fucking fat guy uniform for hardcore, yeah. right? Lose weight. So you don't have to have the beard to find, hide your fat fucking neck, right? <laughs> yeah. Lose the flat brim because you're not a little boy. You look retarded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Lose weight because, my God, you're killing yourself, right? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Get, get in shape while you still can, right? Because uh, you are definitely going to regret it when you get older. Trust me. Trust me, homie. When, uh, you know, you're getting your fucking 30, your bowels removed at 35 years old from all the fucking impacted fucking eggs and bacon up in there. <laughs> um, you know? take care of yourself for god's sake yeah jamie josta is not gonna ride to your fucking rescue as you're getting your fucking triple bypass no he sure isn't and um you know you're fat and you look stupid <laughs> there you go um all right we got uh, we got one more voicemail let's just uh knock it out real quick hey there boys big sexy here actually night fresher many other npr shows are available as podcasts so I can listen to the sultry voice of radio's sexiest broadcaster whenever I want. However, I do agree that we need to get footage of that there ghost. It could be sexy. Mm. Wait, that's the second call from Big Sexy, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. This was higher quality than the first one. It was, yeah. I, I thought that was quite good. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right now, I like it. 
but don't overdo it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's the caveat that we have to add onto it. Every time we praise somebody's uh, stupid little fucking phone call bit, we gotta remi- gotta remind you, please don't overdo it because it will lose its charm very quickly. Um, I, I like it, but don't overdo it. And I like the emphasis on finding things sexy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> right, but. But this is this is uh, this has to be done tastefully, yeah. and less is more. No, yeah, no doubt. Right. Um, if I do get any any footage of the ghost, uh, you'll be the first to know. It could be sexy. You're not wrong. It definitely could be. I hope it is, man. I hope it's the horniest, fucking sexiest ghost. <laughs> it, it it rips you and your girlfriend apart because you can't stand how crazy sexy the ghost is. <laughs> but but we're we're just we're absolutely just. Uh, just racked with uh, a d- the desire to fuck this incorporeal ghost, but unfortunately, we, we simply can't. <laughs> right, right, and and it, you guys, you guys each see like a, it appears to you each in your own privately sexy way. Right, right, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you, the ghost is super sexy. It's it's like you 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 literally you you can't stand it, right. <laughs> yeah, you see that ghost and. You got to make a trip to the bathroom, <laughs> yeah, right? Right, right, yeah. And, and and it just rips it rips you two apart, and that is the ghost revenge. <laughs> that would be really fucking good. If only I could live a life so exciting. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, on that, uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap. Text messages. We got oh yeah, we got one. Uh, we got the we got an AJ follow up on the uh, ongoing saga about the cousin and whatnot. So uh, he says, my brother being super close with the cousin is how I'm blessed with so much of the intricate details of this. So court has come and gone. It was knocked to third degree, simple assault and and an unusual addition of a restraining order. I don't know about jail, but she left my uncle and her and my cousin plan on moving by the shore since my cousin lost his job and probably his career. She's almost three months pregnant, which fucks with the timeline kind of. I assume I'll hear more drama in regards to this as time goes on. Now it's on to the betting stage amongst me, my brother and two other cousins of will there be a divorce will another fight break out what family name will they give it here's hoping some kind of murder of passion spice of life you know so there you go <laughs> okay okay uh the ongoing saga of the cousin who fucked his stepmom which is uh normal and fine serious a modern a modern shakespeare tale <laughs> indeed <laughs> brought to you by Pornhub. Yeah. um okay so uh, on that let's wrap it up we uh if you want to submit music to us just make sure it's a year or less old send it over to demo listen podcast at gmail.com please be reminded if you are a, a new listener or somebody who has listened for a long time and simply forgot at any given time we are a month or more behind on submissions so you don't need to resubmit your uh your shit just uh you just gotta wait patiently we'll get around to it eventually uh we get through stuff as quickly as we can but people send a lot of stuff our way we're popular guys um if you want to call in it's 260-222-8341 just keep your uh, message under a minute and a half and then uh if you want to become a patron it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast um if you yeah if, if if you give us five bucks a month 
Um, you get access to everything that we put out. If you give us 10 bucks a month, you get access to all that, plus any tapes that we release. Um, by the time that you're hearing this, a new Patreon episode will be up in which we listen to dollar bin bangers. Just go through our collection and listen to a lot of bargain bin stuff that we really dig. Uh, we're kind of back in the swing of things now after uh, the uh, series that shall not be named has concluded, and it feels feels quite nice to be getting regular two-month content up again. Uh, so now's as good a time as any to hop on board beyond that rate and review on itunes tell your friends i got no other thoughts nate if uh if you're satisfied with how this uh this episode is concluded we'll call it a day no let's redo the whole thing all right right, cool we'll talk to you again in a few minutes peace